Welcome to Hope City Church, Melbourne, Australia. Stay tuned for another inspiring message by Pastor Andrew McGrath. 1 Chronicles 4.9 says, Now Jabez, how many people have heard of Jabez? Two verses about Jabez and yet they've written books about him. But he's an amazing man because this two verses really, to me, unpacks nearly all of life. It has so many hidden things and variations. If you understand this passage, it gives you great hope. It gives you understanding into what's going on in our world. Now, Jabez was more honourable. You may want to underline that word, honourable. More honourable than all of his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez because it meant God is great. Now, you think when you name a child, you would come up with a good name. If you're about to have a child, can I give you a tip? Find a good name for your child. You're going to speak it every day. So try and find something that actually is inspiring. That would be an idea. So he called his, they called his name Jabez because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. It's remarkable, isn't it? That a child could have such a rotten start in life. And yet somehow, by the grace of God, come to a place where he grows into a man and desires to be great. So it doesn't matter what start you've had in life today, no matter how good or bad your parents have been. And, you know, I, I've come from a broken family, a broken upbringing, in, but good things and bad things. And I look at it this way, it's hurting people that hurt people, broken people, reproduce themselves. If you've come from, a, from an upbringing where dad or mum weren't perfect, it's, you know, most times they're just reproducing what's happened in their heart. It doesn't excuse it, but it gives you an understanding. Jabez was able to push away all the pain and get this amazing revelation of life. So you don't have to stay a victim. You don't have to say, well, I had a rotten start, so that's it. It's like a stamp for the rest of my life. Many of you here are proof today that just because you had a bad start doesn't mean you have a bad finish. God can make all things new. He specializes. I heard, you know, growing up, a leopard never changes its spots. Well, you don't know God. So he says, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. So he's not just got rid of the pain, but now he's starting to think about changing the world. That your hand would be with me and you would keep me from evil so that I would not cause pain. I would not reproduce, reproduce what happened in my life as a child. There are so many things missing in this story when I read it. And when things are missing in our story, we can come to the wrong conclusions about our life. Where's the dad? I asked as soon as I read this. What happened in, his, in the birthing of this child that caused his mother to do something so terrible? It's not natural for a mother to take it out on a child like that unless something has gone wrong. Jabez began his life uncovered. He was born into a family that lacked godly covering. He was exposed to all the works of the enemy as a young child. The father wasn't there, it seems. The mother was broken and damaged. And so he's born into this world totally spiritually uncovered. And when you're born into the world and you don't have godly covering over you, you are exposed to all the elements of the world. And that's the story of Jabez, exposed. See, not only was he born exposed in, in the natural, but he was born exposed spiritually. His mum's in pain. His father seems to be absent. And the pain is passed on to all the children. I see that story over and over again. We live in a society where... Most people are born uncovered, fatherless, no covering. It's tragic. 
And because of that, I'm going to show you a bit later, we, we react to spiritual covering and, and we misunderstand the power, how God releases life from one generation to another through honour. But Jabez discovered one of the greatest keys of all, if you're taking notes, he discovered that everybody needs to be covered. Did you hear that? Yeah, you go, well, not me, I'm independent. No, no, you're wrong. Sorry, but you're wrong. Everybody is designed to be covered. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve are covered by God. There's a glory covering. The moment the covering goes, shame, sin, the whole works. And they try to self-cover. He discovered in this story that life, spiritual life, not just from your physical parents, but your spiritual covering flows through one way and one way only. It's through honour. That's how life flows. So he discovers he needs to be covered. He discovers that life flows through honour. And he discovers that enlargement in my life is only possible if I understand the power of honour. And this transformed him into one of the most remarkable people in all of Scripture. So are you ready? I'm going to talk to you today about spiritual covering and honour. And I know you're going to love this. Spiritual covering. God delegates authority and spiritual covering for four reasons. For provision, promotion, for power and protection. Spiritual covering comes for those four reasons. When we're born, and this, when we're not talking about spiritual covering, it's both naturally speaking. So you don't get a choice about your natural covering. You don't get a choice whether you honour your father or mother. See, I made a decision by the grace of God when my father left. And it was by the grace of God that I would always honour his name and think about the good things, even though there were plenty of terrible things to think about. And it was the, I believe it was the thing, the very thing that kept me close to the heart of God and blessed by him. I now have a wonderful wife and five beautiful children. And I put that down, obviously, to a lot of things, people's prayers. But for this one reason is that I chose to honour my father. And it kept my heart pure. Let life flow through. So God delegates authority and covering, both naturally. So you don't get a choice of that. There's a life source. And you come through that to this planet. But you then get to choose who are your spiritual covering. And that covering should give you protection, power, promotion and provision. So I say to people when they come to this church, you need to understand that you're coming, coming into a covering. That you need to be happy here. That you need to see all the leadership, not just me, but all the Hope Hub leaders and... Every leader in this church is a form of covering for you. So it'll go well with you. So life. Because you need to understand, in the kingdom, authority is not for its own sake. But authority is so that life would flow from one provision, protection, power, and promotion. Thank you. It would flow through them to those underneath them. See, authority is always to lift up those underneath Never to dominate and crush, but to lift them up. That's the idea of leadership. So if you're around people, you should feel that because you have honoured them, true honour, that, that you have been lifted up and promoted. Orphans do it tough on their own. They have to break through all the time, breaking new ground. It's never God's intention. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. He's a generational God and it should get easier and easier and easier to do the same thing. So I'm trusting it for my children. What took me so much energy to get to this level will take them far less energy. Why? Because of honour, and they are receiving my breakthrough. Does that make sense? So spiritual covering is really important because you see it around people. Some people just seem to be blessed and favoured. Have you noticed that? It's like, oh, it's not fair. It's so easy. 
And so we look at that, and other people's lives seem to be like a wasteland, barren, and nothing seems to work out. And I'm, I know I'm generalizing here, and it's not a blanket statement, but it's just a principle. So they go home and say, he said, no, I'm just giving you principles. These are like general kingdom principles. But for those who have eyes to see, many times the release of favor and blessing is because those people know how to function intuitively under covering. I've seen it over and over with peers of mine that seem to enjoy incredible breakthrough. And it's not because they're gifted or talented so much. But they are flowing. There's life flowing from one generation to one generation. There's honor. And they are reaping the rewards of, I've seen, of their father's father. Yeah, well, it's not fair. I don't have a good father. But you know what? This same principle works in the natural, but also in the spiritual. And Jabez somehow got this revelation that if I embrace the spirit of honor, life will flow and God will enlarge me. 1 Corinthians 11. And if you haven't read the gospel according to Nava, you need to read it. Because I unpack this to a larger, deeper level. But 1 Corinthians 11 teaches us the principle of covering. Do you remember what Paul says? He says, the God is the head and that Jesus submits to the Father. And that man submits to Jesus and that the woman submits to man. Well, that's a problem, isn't it, in today's age? Because they don't understand what submission truly is. Remember what I said before? When you submit to honor, sorry, to authority, it's for the sake of lifting up. See, a lot of women have, have rightly rebelled against authority because it hasn't been true authority. It's been authority to suppress and not lift up. So if you look at if you talk to my girls at home, they will tell you that I believe in them and lift them up as much as my boys. It's not like you're a girl and, and you can't do they can do anything they want. And my authority is not to suppress them, but to lift them up to be all that they can be. Any woman will thrive and willingly submit and give honor to a man that wants to lift her up. Don't you agree? All the women said? I thought you would have been louder, women. All the women said? I feel like I'm at a women's conference. So covering. 1 Corinthians 11. Don't get sidetracked. There is an order of covering. So I say in my book that the Jewish men, you will see them wearing this funny little cap. It's called a kippah. And it's... They are saying that we are under the covering of Almighty God. It's the same, comes from the same root Hebrew word, kephar, which was the word used for the pitch that was placed over the ark. So, so the ark wouldn't sink into judgment and all the spiritual blackness on the face of the earth. God covered the ark, the wood representing humanity. So he covers the wood of the ark with pitch on the inside and the outside, representing the covering of God. So again, this picture, when we're covered by God, we don't sink into judgment and into all the gunk of the enemy, but we float above it. So the, the Jews wear that, saying we are under the covering of God, his protection, promotion, provision, and power. No wonder they are blessed. They intuitively know that we... We honor God and we come under his covering. The Western world knows little about covering. They rebel against it. We are a nation of convicts that have been left to our own devices. The orphan spirit has come in and, and robbed us of a kingdom value. But I sense that God is preparing his church for greater things, to know how to function in honor and covering so we can truly be blessed. Are you getting this? In Exodus, sorry, Ezekiel 28, it says that Lucifer was originally a covering angel. And at his fall, at his rebellion, he made it his mission in life to uncover people. That's his job. He's an orphan spirit. So he did that to Jabez. He did that to Jabez, Jabez's brothers. He uncovered them. He got in, sin came in. 
and they were exposed to all the elements. Because that's what Lucifer does. He uncovers people. And once we're uncovered, we're vulnerable. So if your father didn't cover you and your mother, particularly your father, you're vulnerable as a child. Not just emotionally, but spiritually. You're vulnerable to pick up all sorts of negative things. And what reigned in him, if he, he was enabled to cover you, some of those hang-ups and sins and, and generational strongholds are then rained upon you because he didn't cover you. That's why as men, you have an obligation to break through in areas where there are strongholds. I was very mindful of that. That If I didn't break through and if I didn't deal with some of the issues that my father had, I would have those same holes in my spiritual covering and then the enemy would rain down into areas of my own children, my own sons and daughters. I needed to be able to provide spiritual covering. See, it's so much more to parenting than just having, you know, because there's kids here, but you know, having kids and, and putting food on the table. No, you're spiritual covering for them. So we're either uncovered by our, spirit, our parents' disobedience or we're covered by our parents' obedience. I'll give you two scriptures. Proverbs 17, verse 6 says, The glory of children is their father's. What was the glory in the, in, the, in the garden? It was covering. So he's saying the covering of children is their fathers. So, uh, Lamentations 5.7 says, Our fathers have sinned and they are no more, and we bear their iniquities. There's the two, coral, the two pictures. One father provides covering, and I write about this in my book. You read all the times where there is a name that starts with B-A-R, like son of, Bartimaeus. Uh, you see that there's always a connection between them and their fathers. And what their father's predisposition was, it's then played out upon them. Blind Bartimaeus, son of the unclean one. Is it any wonder that he's begging? So it's so important we get this revelation of spiritual covering. Are you all still with me? Yeah. Is it all sinking in? So think about your life. Were you covered? Think about growing up in church life. Did you really understand what spiritual covering was? I didn't. I look back at my life and think how little I knew. In fact, I rebelled against spiritual covering looking back at it because of pain and, and lack of teaching. I thought people were trying to oppress me and control me and didn't understand me so... If you came with authority, I'd work out a way to undermine it. Because <laughs> I didn't understand spiritual covering. And it just opened up the door for the enemy to come in and attack me and made me more angry, more angry at, at people but, because I didn't understand, st understand spiritual covering and the power of honour and how they connect together. So covering releases life. Remember, protection, power, Provision and promotion. That's what covering is. There is life in covering. And it's honor that attracts and keeps us covered. Did you hear that? Covering is the place where life is, is held. And it's honor to covering that releases life. In the Bible, it's evident that there are life sources. That God is the source of all life, we know that. But he has designed humanity that certain people would carry life, will be life sources. So parents are life sources. They give you life. So I honor my father and my mother because they were a source of life. But the same in the realm of the spirit. In, spiritually speaking, there are life sources. It's like a well of life that we go to. Deuteronomy 5.16, you may know this scripture, says, Honor your father and your mother as the Lord has commanded you that your days may be long. And you go, well, my dad was a creep. Well, sorry, it doesn't say honor your father and your mother if they did well. I know this is upsetting some people. 
But it's the truth. They're not worthy of my honour. This is not about whether they're worthy. This is about recognising they're a life source. It doesn't matter how bad they are. They are a source of life. And if you don't honour that, life doesn't flow. This is not about them. This is about you. But you don't know my dad. Well, you don't know my dad. It's not about that. That your days may be long, it says. When you honour your father and mother, life flows. That your days may be long. In other words, the more you honour those in authority, life sources, the more life will flow and the longer it will flow. That it would be well with you in the land which the Lord has given you. Anytime we dishonour a life source, it opens up a realm for the enemy. So I know you've heard this this. Continual contention whether Christians can be cursed or not. And the way I see it is that at the cross, Jesus delivered us from the curse. Now, that's true. But the effects of the curse can be seen through disobedience. You say, well, no, that's not true. Well, I'll prove it to you. I don't ask you to do this, but if you walk out today and get a gun, shoot somebody, you will end up in prison. And that's not a great place. You'll live a cursed life. Jesus redeemed you from that. So you would think different, choose different, have his life. He rescued you from sin and the effects of sin. Absolutely. But you've got a choice. And if you dishonor life sources, you open up. So Paul says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Why? Because you give the devil a foothold. You open up avenues for the enemy to take what he should never have. You are blessed. You are loved. The presence of God is for you. He is in you. But if you, if you negate kingdom principles, it opens the door for the enemy and his effects. We see that everywhere we go. You see some Christians that look like they're blessed and favoured and happy and others that look like they've been through three cycles in the washing machine. It's like... And often, not always, but often it's because they don't understand kingdom principles. They dishonor life sources and they're attacked. You go, well, I don't believe that. Okay, I'll give you an example. Genesis chapter 9. Noah goes down to Debordelis, buys a couple of bottles of plonk, comes home after a hard day working, and he just gets a bit liberal. And he drinks too much. And for some reason, when Noah drank, he used to take his clothes off, as, as some people are prone to do. His son comes in and looks at him, uncovered and exposed, walks out and tells his brothers. He, exposes, he dishonors him. He exposes him. He tells everyone Noah's flaws. Ah! But the truth is, good people do bad things. That's the truth. That's life. If you want a perfect person, well, have fun with yourself. But that's the reality. Good people will occasionally do bad things, and honour will cover that. And so he walks out and he tells his brothers. His brothers, they get a covering. and They place it over their shoulders, and they're walking backwards, and they cover their father. The father walks out, sorry, comes, wakes up the next day, and somehow he knows what has happened. Here's the truth God never misses a moment of dishonor, and he never misses a moment of honor. God sees everything. Now, we think Noah would have just slept it off and wouldn't have known any different. No, he knew. And I read that and I thought, that's so true. God sees everything. And he wakes up and he pronounces a curse. It says on Ham and his son Canaan, and you will be a servant of all. And he says to the two other brothers, Japheth and Shem, because you showed honor, you shall be enlarged. Isn't that what he said to Jabez? If you honor life sources, you shall be blessed and enlarged. But he did a bad thing. He's not worthy of my, my, my praise, my honor. He didn't cover me properly. That may be true. In fact, every father, every mother has made mistakes. 
In fact, you'll ask my kids, there are days that I have to go and say, what dad did was wrong, forgive me. That, that's not right. But there's so much power in honouring life sources. Covering releases life. Here's another example. 1 Peter 3, 7, it says, that the relationship between husbands and wives, that you need to honour one another. Husbands, honour your wives. Because if you don't, it says your prayers will be hindered. Think about that. You're praying night and day, fasting, loving God, but you're not getting your breakthrough. And Peter said, it's because you don't honour one another. That's New Covenant. Honour is a powerful thing. It releases life. It flows. There's life that flows as we honour one another. Honour is up, down, sideways. It's a culture that we cultivate in our life. Proverbs 3.16 says that length of days or life is in her right hand, speaking of wisdom, and in her left hand there are riches and honour. There is a connection between honour and life and wisdom. Honour, life and wisdom. Now I share this in Hope Heartbeat, but this is really important to understand. Wisdom is the ability to discern that there are differences amongst people. Most people I meet, lack wisdom, myself included times, to discern the differences between people. We are all valued by God, aren't we? All of us are loved by God. All of us are equally valued by God, but we're not all the same. There's no communism in heaven. God says there are structures and orders that we need to understand. Wisdom is the ability to discern that there's difference. The parable of the talents. Some had more than others. So when you walk into a room, not everybody is the same. And I've been, I've told many people this, I've been into, in rooms, in meetings, where people are all around and there's a great man or a great woman of God who has so much to give. And the people are oblivious to what that person carries. And they're all talking amongst themselves, taking over conversation, or else, when, if they're not taking over conversation, they're asking stupid questions. And they're not realizing right in front of them is a source of life. Wisdom is the ability to discern that there is a difference between me and that person. There are people that have something that I need. And there are people around you that God has placed that the answer to your problem. But often you're so ignorant of what's around you. We just want to... Show everyone our knowledge. We talk, 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 talk. Displaying all our knowledge. My friend, if you were the fountain of all knowledge, you wouldn't be where you are. That's hurtful, isn't it? But I, I see some people, they're broke, they're sick. All these problems in their life. And every time you speak to them, they keep talking. And they're cutting off life sources all around them. And God has positioned every single person in life to be surrounded by answers to them, life sources, both physically, mum and dad, but also spiritually. God it sees to it in the body that every part is honoured and that those parts, Paul says, that are weak and insignificant. And I never used to understand this passage. He says we give greater modesty. We cover up the parts that we don't want others to see, that are weak and feeble. In other words, the weak you are, the more God is designed in the body for covering and life to flow to you. Wisdom is the ability to discern the difference. Honour is the celebration of difference. Wisdom is the ability to discern that there's a difference between you and me. Honour celebrates the difference and releases that life to you. Wisdom is the ability to discern that person is different to me. They have something that I don't have or they have something that I need to give them. Honour is the celebration of that difference. So when somebody has something that I need, I honour them and it releases life. Honour has the ability to see in the spirit and discern difference. 
So you may know the story, 1 Samuel 9, 17. Saul's sent by his father to find donkeys. Donkeys is a picture of rebellion, but that's another story. He's looking for his donkeys and he comes to a town where he is told that Samuel lives in. His, Samuel is the seer. Seers see. They know where things are hidden. They can tell you where your donkeys are. So he comes to the town. And when, he, when Saul gets into the town, he, he is looking for Samuel. And he comes up by chance to Samuel who is sitting at the gate. Where do prophets sit? They sit at gates, don't they? That's a place of authority. So that, that should be a clue that this man is a man of authority. And he walks up to Samuel and he says, do you know where the seer is? Now here's a thought. Samuel is a Nazarite. Nazarites have seven locks of hair, seven braids of hair, like Samson. If you walk up to a man sitting at the gate with seven locks of hair, chances are he's the seer. But he doesn't recognize him. He's out of touch. He's oblivious of authority and what it looks like. He's walking past his answer. That's what happens when you dishonor. When you carry a spirit of, that dishonors people, you're walking past the very answer to set you free. How is it that in Jesus' day, he's living in his hometown for not quite 30 years because he was in Egypt and other places, but essentially they saw Jesus day and night. Now, you couldn't be around Jesus and not be impressed. Could you? Miracles? No doubt he was doing a few miracles on the side. No doubt he was impressing people with his wisdom. I mean, you read the story. How could you not see Jesus and not know it's him? But for 30 years, they didn't recognize him. And when he came to their hometown, he could do no miracles there because of their dishonor. Dishonor, what it does, it locks up the gift in the person that is your answer. Anna and Simeon. They see Jesus when he's 40 days old. And so Mary and Joseph bring Jesus into the temple at, a, at, at 40 days old. Does he look like the Messiah at 40 days? He's, you know, all babies look the same. But how is it that they can recognize the Messiah at 40 days in his hometown can't recognize him at 30 years because they didn't honor. Turn with me to Matthew 10, verse 40. It says, He who receives you or honors you, this is Jesus talking to his disciples, honors me. And whoever honors me honors the one who sent me. Can you see a link here, an honor ladder? Jesus said, if someone comes to you and they honour you, they're actually honouring me. And when I'm honoured, the Father's honoured. There's a ladder. He says, verse 41, anyone, say that with me, anyone. That's you today, okay? Anyone who honours a prophet because he's a prophet receives the reward of the prophet. So the life that's in the prophet flows to them. It's a, he's giving a spiritual analogy. Whenever you honor someone above you that has a mantle or authority or a breakthrough that you don't have, what they have flows to you. So when I get prayed for by great men and women of God, I honor them in my disposition. I come expecting that all that they have I shall receive. I honor the gift in their life in many ways, financially, with my time. So when people come to this church, we will take them out and bless them and give them the best. We don't pull out the worst. We give them the best. We honor them because as we honor life sources, life flows. So when it comes to spiritual authority, you need to be wise who you put yourself under. You can't choose your parents, but you can choose your leaders. And here's the thing, if leaders haven't won their own personal victories, 
then they are unable to provide covering. That's how it functions. If God's people don't win their own personal victories, they've got no ability to provide covering. So if you don't win your victories and battles, you go into your workplace and you can't provide a covering. Are you getting this? It flows in every way. When you get your, the more you get breakthrough, the more your covering extends. The more protection, provision, power, promotion you're able to offer. Think about Joseph. He honors all through his life. You're reading, there's a book, uh, I think it's Psalm 104 or something. It talks about Joseph and the way he honored. And he was putting his feet in, in, in iron, but he honored. Everywhere he went in prison, he honored, he honored, he honored. And God was building an ability in him to cover a whole nation. And it says that his relatives got what Joseph deserved because of his covering. It's an amazing thought. But when Joseph died, Israel lost its covering. And they got what they would have had had not Joseph originally broke through. See, we don't realize often the blessings that are in our life because of the covering that's upon us until the covering's taken away. They were exposed. The moment Joseph died, everything changed in Egypt. Elisha challenged with hair loss, bald as a badger. 42 boys taunt him. Say, oh, baldy, why don't you go up? We don't know if they meant go up to heaven like Elijah. Were they saying to him, we don't think that you have the same anointing that Elijah had. Oh, bald one, bald speaking of, you have no ability to cover anyone. We don't recognize your authority. 42 of them. 42 is a picture in Revelation of the Antichrist spirit. You know, for 42 months, the Antichrist runs loose. And these boys are a picture of the nature of Satan that wants to rebel against godly authority. It's the Antichrist spirit that rebels against any life or order or structure in the kingdom. And it says two bears came out of the forest and killed them all. Bears again are a picture of the enemy. David kills the lion and the bear. See, the moment you rebel against authority, you open up a door for the enemy to come and rob you. We see it over and over in Scripture. Miriam, she rebels against Moses. Who do you think you are, Moses? Why did you marry that Ethiopian woman? You're no different than us. I've prayed for you for 80 years. I've been your intercessor for 80 years. I have a right to speak into your life. You're not listening to me. She despised him and dishonored him. And God came out. Said, I've been watching you. And she becomes leprous. And when you've got leprosy, you are isolated from everyone. So the moment you fall into dishonor and criticism and pain, you will find yourself being isolated. It's a painful thing. Not only that, but leprosy is, is an attack on the nervous system. You, you begin to lose feeling. Your sensitivity to seasons and times and what God is doing begins to dissipate because... You are now leprous. You have dishonored, and now this is beginning to go through your system. You can't hear God speak. It says in Proverbs 26, verse 1, As snow in summer and rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. In other words, snow doesn't belong in summer, does it? Nor rain in harvest, because it kills the harvest. It says... If you dishonor, you will be constantly out of season. This is what happened to Miriam. Lost the sensitivity. Couldn't sense the seasons and the times. Began to mishear what God was speaking because life had stopped flowing. So we honor. I'll finish with this story. Do you remember when Moses was up in the mountain? 
There's a big war happening down below. We read those stories and we think, oh, a war. But, you know, these people killing each other. It's pretty full on. This wasn't pretend. This wasn't like a parable. This was really happening. People cutting each other's heads off, stabbing, families being broken because dad's being killed. This is, this is, this is full on. Yeah. Okay, so we read the story and think, oh, no big deal. But it's a war. People are dying. This is real. This is life. It's rugged. And so Moses is praying on the mountain. And as his hands are raised, because he has won, breakthrough in his own life. And this is the deal. When somebody has won a breakthrough, if you honor them, you get the rewards of their breakthrough. If you don't honor them, then you have to break through yourself. So Moses is praying. And as he prays and he lifts his hands up, what takes place in the natural is unfolding. Something is shifting in the spirit realm. And down below, Joshua and the children of Israel, they are winning the war. What does that tell us? Where there is honor, God's kingdom advances. But his hands get tired. His hands then drop down and everything shifts in the war. No rhyme or reason, except that Moses' hands are now down. They realize that something's wrong, so they put two, two men, is it Aaron and Ur? Uh, they lift up his hands, and as they lift up his hands, the wall begins to shift. It is amazing. Now, in the natural, we can't see any connection between an old grey man on a mountain with his hands raised, and many miles over here, something is shifting in the natural. And most Christians can't connect the two together. That, that has caused that. Honour has caused breakthrough, and dishonour has caused the war to change and defeat to come. If you understand what produces fruit in your life, you will protect that tree. Proverbs 27, 18 says, Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever waits on his master will be honoured. So if you know that there is a life source, that there is a tree in your garden that is bearing fruit, you will look after that tree. You will honour the life source because it's in your best interest. And go, well, I don't know. All I know is that this is what the kingdom is all about. It's about covering and honour. And everything else that we teach, faith and grace, they all function, function in this context of understanding authority and honour. You can be pushing in faith, and these are good things we teach about faith. It's so important. But you cannot, you cannot function in faith and grace and be over here on the other side filled with dishonor towards your parents. And if I had time, I could talk to you about the, the, uh, the Bible's commandments on honoring the, the elderly, which we seem to have forgotten in this society because they carry life experience, battle scars. And when we honor those that have lasted the distance... We are saying, we have something that you have that I need. It's like reading a book. I say to people, $20 for a book seems a lot of money, but I get that, that person's all their life experience for 20 bucks. It's the greatest investment. What took them 50 years to work out, I get in eight hours of reading. We honour. We honour. It's so important. And for those that are leading whether your parents or leading in your workplace, we understand the privilege of being honoured. David was thirsty. And he said, oh, that someone would give me a drink. These men, three men, they honoured David. They loved David. So they, they went out and they risked their life. They broke through the enemy's camp and they got some water for David and they brought it back to him because they honoured him. They realised that that man had life. And we are different men today because we honoured him. They were a rattle. This man comes into their life, they honour him, and they become heroes. Yeah. It's amazing. But David gets the drink, 
And he looks at it and he thinks, there's a lot of devotion that's gone into that drink. And I cannot take it. This belongs to him. And there will be people around you that will honour you and you know two things. That that devotion they're giving, they're giving to you actually belongs to him. I'm not God. So there's a place to honour, but there's, there's a place where people honour you and it's, you feel it's not right. You're actually setting me up to be God in your life and it's dangerous. I've seen people do that to me. They've, it's not in what they do, but it's in the spirit that's done in. And I get the feeling, you're looking to me and not to him. And yes, I carry things to give you, but I'm not God. And good leaders will always point devotion towards him. It's all about him. And yes, I have life, but he's God. He is the source of life. And I want to encourage you to be leaders like that. In your workplace, in your family. Embrace the culture of honour and covering. Teach it, model it. Don't let people get away with dishonour, children. Because it's not about you being big papa bear. It's about them being blessed. In your workplace, model honour. We all, we all do it better. Because, you know, there's things on TV I look at and I think, oh, that person's such a nitwit. Oh, it's like, you know, and, and then I have to walk away and think, that's dishonouring. Yes, it may be true, but they hold a position in the country. It's a life position. It's God has raised them up and given them authority and life. And as we, as we all get better at honouring and allowing life to flow, you watch what takes place in this church. You watch what takes place in your family. Watch what takes place in your workplace. Because I know as I've been speaking, God's been talking to people about attitudes of dishonour. Maybe somebody's done something wrong and you've gossiped about it at your workplace. Or maybe you've allowed dishonour to, to breed in your house. And, and it's been, you know, your excuse has been, well, I'm just loving them. No, you're actually breeding a toxic environment. You're not setting your children up for success. Honour releases life. Covering holds life. As I honour that which I am covered under, life flows through me. And then I begin to honour those around me and those under me. I release my covering, give them protection, power, all the things that covering does. And the kingdom begins to function at an optimum level. Faith and grace and all the things that we teach have an environment to really thrive in. Does that make sense today? So why don't we pray? Father, we honour you today as our life source, as our spiritual head. We humble ourselves before you and we say that we love you. And we need you. We need your strength. We need your power, your promotion, your protection. We need these things in our life. You are our Father. And for many here today, Lord, I know that there have been authority figures in their life that have let them down, left them vulnerable, that have not done the role that you really wanted them to function in. So we forgive them, Lord. We forgive every authority figure in our life that has not functioned in their true calling. And we honour them for the source of life that has flowed through them. Even if it's just the fact that we were born. We honour our fathers and our mothers. We thank you for them, Lord. Lord, any area of dishonour in our life we repent of. Teach us how to function in the culture of the kingdom. Giving honour one to another. I pray, Lord, that you raise up many men and women in this house that would be spiritual coverings in their workplace. They would be a, a form of covering the plans of the enemy because they've broken through. They understand authority. Release your glory and your covering over your people right now. 
calls them to thrive and to prosper. Let there be such a culture of honour in this house, one towards another. And I pray too, Lord, that every person here today would have spiritual covering. That you would open their eyes to see people on their left and their right that can be a covering for them. Teach them how to honour that covering and to release life. Give them practical ways of bringing honour through their gifts, through their time, through their words, through their prayers. And I pray for an increase of life to every person. Why don't you lift your hands up right now? Let life flow. This is the life of God. It comes from the throne of God that is, that is surrounded by honour and life. It comes from His throne. It flows through His people and it comes to us. So we are receiving the life of God today through people. Thank you for increase and growth. And as Jabez prayed, oh God, that you would enlarge me and bless me, increase my boundaries, my territory. Lord, I pray that that I would not carry the scars of my past and the things that have been uncovered. It won't be reproduced in my life. But for my children and my children's children, both naturally and spiritually, that from my life would flow pure life and wholeness. I ask in Jesus' name, Lord, every area where there's been exposure and people have been uncovered and exposed to the enemy, Father, I'm asking now that you would cover that. And by their humility and surrender, that you would begin to minister to their hearts with forgiveness and comfort and wholeness, I ask in Jesus' name. I take authority over the orphan spirit that would seek to isolate itself. And we say we willingly come under your cover today in Jesus' name. We surrender our rights to be in control and to be right. And we allow people to speak into our lives. And I thank you for that, Lord. Just thank him today for his life. He loves you and he's going to teach you like he taught Jabez how to prosper, how to increase, how to walk in favor and blessing.